0: Okay, so we're back with segment two. Um, yeah, so like I, I, I was saying, I was listening to a a um, a broadcast this morning. They were talking about all of the potential controversies with some of the mail-in ballots that have come in, whether they've come in late or whether they've been double counted, and how it's really influencing. Uh, this mail-in ballot system, due to the coronavirus virus, is, has really been influencing um, the the different vote count, which then tilts different states, i.e., the Electoral College um, total or tally that presidents that the president slash president-elect needs to have in order to be president in 2021. So it's just been very interesting listening to the dialogue. So they were talking and then all of a sudden, one of the guys talking said that clearly we need to have a more universal national standard um, when it comes to how these mail-in ballots work and and, and, and and just how it all kind of fits into the national scheme. Since we are voting, not necessarily for a state uh, representative but for a uh, national leader and so he said which was interesting that he doesn't, he doesn't think the Democrats are going to do it and nor does he think the Republicans are going to uh, do it when it comes to coming up with the le- proper legislation because somehow having these these very loose and gray in and, um, uh, one-sided rules when it comes to national uh becomes the national elections on the state level it kind of gives the states their different power to influence votes as well and so after he said he said but you know what blockchain technology this is just another example how blockchain technology can truly um sort out any mess that is going to be caused by this mail-in ballot system that we're currently into now, and a light bulb went off, and I said, "You know what? He's 100% right. If we had blockchain technology, when it came to being able to tally the votes, being able to get, you know, a digital record of how the vote was cast, um, like a chain of title, as, as well, because one of the issues are one of the claims from the from the Republican side is that." In certain states, there were a lot of people who were, quote unquote, deceased, that were showing up in the voter uh, role, and you know, votes were being counted in the name of people who, who are actually deceased. And um, I mean, that's a that's a claim slash allegation. There's no necessary, no net, uh, no public proof of that yet. But I would imagine if the Republicans are making that argument, they probably do have some physical proof. Um, and then in, in other states, they talked about, you know, the idea that the, the ballots um, were due to some of the law. The ballots can be, come in as late as, you know, almost a week after the election. And uh, there were some some jurisdictions that didn't do any postmarking. So, you know, you literally could technically uh, vote for the president. After the election ended, and still get your vote counted because you can get it there to the post office um, before, let's say, the following week. So all these different little nuances on the state level are the state rules is one thing, but imagine being able to have, to, to hold blockchain accountable and not have um, to have so much physical human. Interaction when it comes to tallying, when it comes to recording, when it comes to validating these ballots. So I think the biggest takeaway from this, no matter how this this thing plays out, whether Trump, you know, is able to retain the seat of president or Biden moves in as a new president, there's a lot of takeaway here. And the takeaway really is another use case for blockchain technology and i would be curious to see how maybe the tech heads can persuade government um, or are at a very bipartisan very uh fair way to be able to to at least start to incorporate blockchain technology even if it's just on a local level just get started with it because you know This is not a, you know, it sounds like a foreign concept, but there's already jurisdictions outside of the USA that have employed blockchain technology. I think there's a a few even in, um, you know, on the continent of Africa and some in some other places. So it's all possible. It can be done. So um, it's just something to think about. And with so much at stake You know, whether Trump stays in or Biden stays in, which has, which was these two, two leaders have two polar opposite, you know, viewpoints as to how they want to run the country. Um, And, you know, clearly looking at the vote count, the country is primarily divided 50-50, really, um, on these different uh, mindsets or approach to running the country, our policies, Man, this is a very important election. And, and to be able to have um, even more transparency with blockchain technology is a game changer. So that's all for the for today's show. Hey, next week I'm going to be dropping an interview uh, where we're going to be talking about uh, uh, cryptocurrency trading. It's, it's actually part one of a part uh, one and two interview uh, with Lewis of Crypto Elite. Uh, So look forward to that. I I just started using this new software um, and I would have dropped it already, but I'm still trying to figure out how to do the edits on this new software. So it's probably going to take me at least a couple of hours just to kind of work through the edits and get it up. But look forward to that dropping very, very soon. Definitely top of next week is what I'm hoping for. All right. So that's it for today's for today's show. I uh, hope you guys continue to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and until next time, holla back.